it's a large part of what I discussed with people in December, just managing family members and interactions like that, and then managing everything that needs to be done. So, yes, it's unfortunately a large part of what I talk about. Lots of people who find the holiday season to be far more unenjoyable than enjoyable. So let's talk, first of all, for those folks that have a difficult time during the holiday season. Is there insight? Are there some preventatives maybe that they haven't tried to maybe get in place to make it a little bit better? You know, one thing that I talk about a lot that I think is probably one of the most important things that people really struggle with doing is managing expectations about the holiday season. So a lot of people go into the holiday season with this goal of, I want to have a stress-free holiday season. And I tell them, that's, that's really not realistic because stress, some anxiety, that's just part of the human condition. It's part of being alive. So if, if that's your goal for the holiday season, you're probably going to be disappointed very quickly because there's just going to be some stress. And then, we talk, and then I talk a lot with people about managing expectations in that, you know, the perfect holiday season, I don't even know what that is. So what we really need to strive for is having an enjoyable holiday season, but not that everything has to be perfect. And that there are going to be some things that you're not going to be able to do. There are going to be some concessions maybe that you have to make. So you have to be mindful of your time and how you use your time and understanding that probably not everything is going to be just maybe the way you have it in your mind. But it can still be a wonderful, beautiful season. With us is Dr. Lauren Alexander, Cleveland Clinic Akron General. Dr. Alexander, anxiety, stress, depression are these three conditions are these three words connected in any way uh, yes i would say they're certainly connected but i'd say they're not necessarily you know some anxiety and some stress are certainly going to be part of the holiday season um, depression i always tell people is something else entirely you know depression is a diagnosable condition and feelings of sadness at times are a part of the normal human condition. But feeling depressed is something else entirely that, you know, oftentimes needs treatment of some sort. But, yes, there's certainly a connection between all of them. And while depression isn't something I'd say is inherently connected with the holiday season, some anxiety and some stress certainly are. I always tell people stress is something that we can't avoid. Stress is just a change from what we're used to. And anxiety isn't something that is we can necessarily avoid either, but we work on managing it and responding to it effectively. Let's talk about depression here. There's no on-off switch. There's no time of year that this clicks in. This can sneak up on so many folks. They might not even realize they're in a depressive state until maybe it's too late or they just might not realize it at all. So go down the road of depression for me and maybe how some family members might be able to spot this or maybe even ourselves looking in the mirror. Absolutely. So with depression, I think a lot of us think of depression as a person who's just sad and laying in bed all day. And for some people, that's, that's how it will manifest. Uh, they might not have work outside the home. They might not have a lot of obligations, and they may lay in bed all day and just watch TV. But, you know, for most of the people that I see, that's really not necessarily what it looks like. They may feel down, but they still get out of bed, and they still do at least the bare minimums. You know, and they might take care of their kids, and they might go to work. 
But what I really tell people to look for with depression is, you know, when you're feeling persistently down, and it doesn't seem to be a feeling that you can shake, and it lasts for weeks or maybe even longer. If you find that you're doing things, but you really have to push yourself and you don't have much interest in them, or maybe if you've given up doing things that you used to really enjoy, um, when you're looking at other family members and are concerned about them, if people are isolating, if people don't seem to want to be around you, sleep problems are something to look for. I can't think of many patients of mine that if they have anxiety and depression don't also have a sleep problem. Maybe they'll complain that they're tired all the time or they'll say, boy, I just haven't been sleeping well lately. They can't fall asleep. Maybe they can't stay asleep. Um, you look for changes in appetite or someone gaining or losing weight. Both of those can be associated with depression. Some people get depressed and lose their appetite. Some people get depressed and use food to help themselves cope. And then certainly something you always want to be on the lookout for is people who are talking about not being here or suicide or harming themselves in some way. It's always a big red flag if someone talks to me about feeling like a burden and they don't feel like they have a purpose. Those are all times to have, you know, let the red, the red flag should be going up and you should be concerned at that point about your family members. Dr. Lauren Alexander with us, Cleveland Clinic, Akron General. So with all that being said, Dr. Alexander, that all makes sense to me. The most difficult thing at that aspect, it's it's for us or a family member that diagnoses this to talk to that person or to talk to yourself to say, hey, I've got some depression. I need help. Absolutely it is. So I always tell people if you're concerned about a family member, for instance, um, you know, may, remember that it's not your job to diagnose. It's your job to be supportive. So just have a very kind of frank, direct conversation. Hey, I know this. I know that depression can look like this sometimes, and I've seen these things in you. I want to talk about it. Is something going on? For so many people, if they are just given the opportunity to talk, they'll open up. For so many people, they'll come in and tell me, well, you know, I don't think I should be depressed. Everything's going fine in my life. So they won't open up and share with people. A lot of times it takes other people to start the discussion. With us is Dr. Lauren Alexander from Cleveland Clinic, Akron General. The other aspect of our conversation this morning, Lauren, that I wanted to touch on was I mentioned at the beginning, there's so many family gatherings and we love to see the people come into the house or go visit family together, cheers and laughs. But to some people, it's a sense of loss during the holiday season it's a loved one it can be a mom a dad it can be a son a daughter it can be a close friend and that makes the holiday season more difficult for them are there some insights are there some ways to maybe help cope with that time of loss during the holiday seasons that can really hit many very hard absolutely it can so what i always first tell people is to kind of like what I was saying earlier, manage expectations. There's going to be some sadness, you know, going into the holiday season thinking, well, yeah, I don't want to feel sad about this at all. I just want to have a nice time. Or some people go into the holiday season thinking, I don't want to think about this at all. I don't want to do anything. So I don't have to feel sad. You know, remember that, um, you know, uncomfortable emotions like sadness are just going to be a part of life, but that you can experience them and not be totally overwhelmed by them. So you can, you're certainly going to have them, but there can still be some joy. Another thing I tell people to do is to do a mix of old traditions and new traditions. 
you know, if you've lost someone, let's say you've lost mom, you know, and mom always made the same meal every year, change it up a little bit. Make some of the dishes mom was known for, but you don't want to maybe keep it exactly the same because it'll be so much of a reminder of what's not there. And you have to figure out now how to have the holidays and for them to be enjoyable with mom not being present. So maybe you create some new dishes. Basically, it's keep some of the old traditions, absolutely, and mix in some new ones so not everything is a reminder of the person who can't be there with you. Lauren, is it okay to reflect and, you know, look at some pictures of the holidays uh, gone by with those loved ones that we've lost, or is that a slippery slope? No, I, I don't think it's a slippery slope if, you, you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend someone sitting around and doing this for hours at a time, for instance. Yeah. But I certainly think that can be a part of maybe you're gathering with people. I was at a gathering over the weekend, and we had a big gathering of family, and we had a slideshow. And there were lots of people in those pictures that aren't with us anymore. Mm-hmm. But we, you know, it was it was relatively brief, and it was something we could all look at and just laugh and bring up good memories. So I think as long as the tone is, let's remember all the great stuff that there was, and we can make some new memories to add to the photo album, um, that that can be a pretty effective and helpful way of coping with the loss at the holiday season.